And that Alexander Lacazette strike was his very first goal away from home. The last time the Frenchman scored was actually in May 2018, which was as a Wenger's final game in charge of Arsenal Football Club away at Huddersfield Town. And what a way to score! What a moment to score because Lacazette's strike actually condemned Overhampton Wanderers to their very first defeat since Project Restart. I welcome you all to another fantastic episode of the show, Sports Beat with Bobo Bank and the Sports Team. We will serve you with the very latest in the world of sports. And I'm not yet alone on the show. My co-analyst, I, I love to call them my right-hand men. Good morning, brothers. I welcome to the show. But I start by introducing the man I'm a call pundit. Good morning, brother. Good morning, Bobo Banky. Thanks for having me once again. Good morning, legend. Good morning, Jagaban. All right. And legend is here on the show. Good morning, brother. And welcome to the show. Good morning, Banky. Um, good morning to everyone on the show. Good morning to our listeners. We hope to give them a wonderful show. Alright, I know this man is going to be feeling on top of the world because he's a very, very passionate Arsenal fan. Jajaban, good morning, brother, and it's nice to have you right here on the show. Good morning, Bobo Banky. Good morning, Legend. Good morning, Pondit, and good morning to the listeners. Alright, and what a way to start the show because Arsenal, yes, against all odds. Legend had already written them off on the show on Friday, but against all odds, they went to the Molyneux and won, but they did not just win, they kept a clean sheet. We all know in English top flight football, nobody goes to the Molyneux and you won't concede. On your good day, you come out with a draw, but Arsenal's case were different on Saturday. They went to the Molyneux, they won, and they kept a clean sheet with their backup goalkeeper, Emiliano Martinez. So I'm going to start with the man I'm called Legend because I knew he was going to be in shock on Saturday after the final whistle. What do you have to say about Arsenal's performance on the day? Okay, um, was I shocked? No. Why? But I was surprised because I, I, when I started watching the match, Wolves did not turn up that for the match on that on Saturday. Yes, it didn't turn up at all. It was a very bad, bad, bad performance from Wolves. Starting with the formation they used. Starting Charlie looks like not looks like something that's not good. But kudos to us now, kudos to Ateta. It was impressive. His substitution were very impressive on that day. Very, very um, also did well. He just signed a contract a couple of days ago and now did now score to cement that contract, stating that he's the one for the future. I might to add little chances and Ikea was fabulous on that day. I think the best contract in Ikea play against the top team. It was it was good enough, and this is all about risk trust. Use the best of your players. When Lacazette came in, Lacazette did what a striker would do: wonderful control, close control, and a wonderful finish. So good news to us now. Even though I believe Wolves did not turn up, Wolves did not come to the party that day. And when you don't come to the party that day against an Arsenal club, yes, they might be facing crisis, but they have a letter striking force. When a striking force that has Abumayang, that like I said, that has the upcoming. A wonderful playmaker in Bukaisaka is bound to struggle. Wolves did not capitalize on the Rangers defending of Arsenal. I expected Wolves to get a goal at least in that match, but 
answer were okay. I will say lucky. They deserve to win and they won. All right. Thank you so much, man. My call legend. Jagaban is an Arsenal fan, and I know you are going to be overwhelmed. So, what do you have to say on Arsenal's performance on the day, Saturday, precisely? Thank you so much, the man I'm called Jagaban. And yes, that Alexander Lacazette's goal was a goal every striker would dream of scoring. That's a complete number nine goal, potent and precise. Nice shot to get past the Portuguese skipper Louis Patricio. The man I'm called Pondit. Yes, what do you have to say about Arsenal Football Club and their win right there at the Millennium? Well, I would say I would say um, Arsenal did have a good win because it was against us. No one would actually think Arsenal um, do play well against Wolves the way they played. Although Wolves were a bit, will I say, shaky. shaky. Yeah. They, didn't do, they didn't do what we expected them to do. Now, the 2-0 win was actually a very good one for Arsenal. And congratulations to Saka for his first Premier League goal. Yeah, because he's actually an amazing talent and he's doing so well for himself. Yeah, so I'll just say Arsenal, Arsenal are doing well and they're coming up. But can they, can, they, can they do this against Leicester City their next match? So this is what we want to see. We want to see football is not just about we win one match, we draw two other and we lose one. No, it's about consistency. Can they keep the pace? They did well for their match, yes. But can they keep up the pace? Can they keep up the good work? That's what we want to see. All right, thank you so much, man. I'm a point. And yes, Arsenal host Leicester City tomorrow evening at the Emirates. Leicester City got a win during the weekend, but their record have not been so, so impressive after the project restart. And their record right there at the Emirates is not really impressive also. So, we hope Arsenal will continue with their good form right there at the Emirates Stadium yesterday, um, tomorrow. Yes, let's talk about Manchester United. And I want to talk about two people. Yes, I was watching the game, then 
when Bruno Fernandes scored that free kick, I just went to my status. I was like, this guy is already a Manchester United legend. I, I don't think I've seen somebody that he signed in January. Yes, January. And he's going to pick up like as soon as possible. That guy is a beast. Legend, what do you have to say about Bruno Fernandes' performance right there on Saturday? I was no, no, I don't. I know well, I get, I was I know, I get, I get what you say. I know, but I'm trying to clarify. Yes, yes, he has been phenomenal since the start of since he was gotten from Sporting Lisbon. And when, if you listen to that transfer, well, if you follow that transfer, well, Lisbon wanted a good amount of money, but United did not want to pay over pay for him. So I was even thinking United should not pay too much, but with his statistics, with his form, with his activity, if United has paid over 100 million for this guy, nobody will. Because he has he has been he has been showing massive massive ball control, assist, goals. Been, he has improved United all around and yet and defense was no defense. I always wanted him to score a kick and if kick came he came last he came last week on that free kick, good control. United are a team on ascent on ascendance. So when if they continue like this, yes will probably make the top four. But I've always said it, I said it on this show. I remember asking Pondit if this United squad, United defense win the title, Pondit said they would, and last week just showed how fragile United can be in defence. Good playing, they're good attacking wise, but that defence was in shambles yesterday. <coughs> if if if, if had a very, very potent attack, I said it, Bonamont could have nicked the draw. That, that, that defence was so shambolic, but thanks to having a good attacking attacking set of players, the Washua, the Marshall, Greenwood is on fire right now, I, I believe Greenwood is the most talented youngster in the league right now playing wonderful football the attacking side was very good but United defence were in Shambuk uh, the Maguire that we bought that we were expecting him to live up to this <laughs> not leader he's no, no, no leader at all he needs a leader self. a leader that needs a leader is not a leader that's what I'm saying he needs someone to stabilise him he's not a leader and looking at that back four in the central defence leader loss was more stable leader loss was more composed than Maguire sometimes which is not which should not be so good thing for United, but they need to work on their defense. And good thing for Soya as well. All right, thank you so much. And yes, Pondit, I want us to talk about one man. I've watched Mason Greenwood. He's a young star, but this guy he scores spectacular goals. You don't see him just score tappings or headers. When he gets to the back of the net, when his ball gets to the back of the net, it's always a spectacular goal, like vampiric types of goals. So what do you have to say about the young star, Mason Greenwood? Jagaban. Jagaban. What do you have to say about this in Greenwood? Greenwood has been fantastic. Greenwood has been fantastic. Like a, a very impressive youngster. He has been very fantastic. He has been very consistent. Looking at recent games, looking at recent weekends, Greenwood has proved that it's not just um, one youngster that will play a match and the next match he will still out and all. We won't find games again. So Greenwood, for me, he has been a, a great addition to Manchester United. A good talent. Come next season, I see Greenwood doing fantastically well. Like, he's, he, he's, he, he's, um, Greenwood, when it comes to, um, uh, um, what's it called? When it, when it comes to handling the ball, when it comes to good possession, having uh, been in possession of the ball, when it comes to attacking, when it comes to striking, like, Greenwood is just so fantastic. So Greenwood for me has been a, a great addition to Manchester United. He's a great talent. I think he's one for the future. I see Greenwood living up to expectation. 
So, but Manchester United shouldn't, shouldn't put a lot of pressure on him because the way Manchester United keep going at it, I think by next season, if they should build their team around him, then Manchester United, the guy might collapse and all. So, for now, I think they should just take it gradually. United should look for a solid winger and a, and a, a, a solid winger shot because I don't really think they need a striker now because having a number nine doesn't necessarily mean um, you win trophy. So, but with the same squad from Anthony Martial to uh, Marcus Ashford to Greenwood, I think Manchester United. In, this team is really a work in progress. So I see Manchester United doing a lot more from this season than what they are currently doing. This season, they might probably not make the Champions League. It's almost 70-80% certain they won't make the Champions League. But come next season, I see Manchester United being in top four and then fantastic. Hmm, brave words there. But in as much as I don't really fancy Manchester United as a team, I will keep it. In as much as I don't really fancy United as a team, but watching that game on Saturday, yes, legend has said it all, their defense is shambolic. But I feel, I feel they might just get into the Champions League sports next season with Manchester City's impending ban. So let's be realistic and let's see things the way it is. Manchester United has a chance. And Wolves, they lost. Yes. I, I don't know why Arsenal, I, I don't know why Arsenal, so Arsenal, Arsenal, giving... Arsenal, Arsenal, I don't know why Arsenal fans see Arsenal making Champions League, but United not making Champions League. I'm still baffled at that imagination. I will ask my mate Chatwelly, if there's hopes, if there's any hope of us not making Chatwelly, why would you not want, why would you not see United making Chatwelly? Abba, Abba. As an Arsenal fan, as an Arsenal fan, for me to think Arsenal will make the Champions League, that is, I mean, that, that, that would be a big dream. So, Arsenal making the Champions League this season, I think is a no-no for me. So, Manchester United making the Champions League is also a no-no for me. I see Arsenal and Manchester United playing in the Europa League on next season. Oh really? Okay. But let's look at this. Okay. From, let's let's look at the table now. Let's look at the table. Sheffield United got. No no no. Yeah. The problem we are we are making here. We let's look. We are let's look at it realistically. The only hope we are giving Manchester United is just because Manchester City might have a ban from the court of arbitration for sports, and that might that might spell doom for Manchester City and in favor of Manchester United. So let's analyze football the way it is. Will Manchester United finish in top four? Don't let us look at the uh, the, the favoring aspect here. Manchester United finishing in top four and making the Champions League outside is a question here. So talking about Manchester United, uh, Manchester City. Getting a banner, Manchester United, uh, what is it called? Uh, swinging into their position and going into uh, going to Champions League um, uh, coming uh, next season is actually a different question entirely. But now, the case at, at hand is to Manchester United finish in top for this season, I think is a no no. Thank you, please. Thank you, please. Let, let, let's analyze this. We have four, five matches to go, right? Yes. What, what separates Leicester City, which is in third, from United, which is in fifth, is three points, right? Yes. Three points. Leicester City have Arsenal to play. I don't know. I don't know their fixtures. One loss from Leicester City, Man U wins. Man U stored. I don't. I don't see why. Um, like Man looking like it can never happen. What happened? Are you your opponent of Manchester United? Now, now, this, this now, is the Premier League, you know. Now, now, uh, legend. 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 Among the top, legend. Among the top, among the top three, or top sorry, the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. United have the most easiest fixtures. You know that. I yes, I, I got the pictures. I did I most the most the most the most easiest the most easiest pictures. most easiest pictures. the most easiest pictures. the most easiest pictures. the most easiest pictures. the 
something. They've secured that second position. What are they playing for? Pride. Which is not a they, they, they can also play for pride. They can also play, they can also play to reduce the, the gap between them and Liverpool. They can also play for pride. Play for pride. Uh, it, 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 it's embarrassing for a team to be winning the league with 20 points. It's embarrassing. Banky, I want to put it to you. If Guardiola, hmm, if he had won that Manchester City, he would have been champion. Do you think he would have won it? He would have won in fantasy he will destroy. He will destroy Southampton, but there is no vibe. There's no. There's no end product. Why do you want to win? Nothing. So you get what I'm saying. Man United have something they are chasing, and in this, from the project we start, United have been even the most informed team. Maybe Wolves or Man City. Very much still lost yesterday. Man, Man United have been the most informed team, and they have fixtures that lose good. Leicester City has a tough fixture in Arsenal. I don't know who else they face again. Chelsea to have a tough. Why? Why do you want to use? I'm missing. I'm missing. Legend. 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 So Manchester City went to that game with the mindset of losing. Well, how would you go into a match with the mindset of losing? You don't. It's like you don't get what you're saying. Okay, now come down. Let me give. Let me give you this analogy of Jagaban. If Arsenal, <coughs> listen. If Arsenal, calm down. If Arsenal were fighting for the trophy, listen. Listen to this. And they had to play. They had to play maybe maybe West Ham. Maybe let's say West Ham. And Arsenal, let's, I want you to follow this analogy. Arsenal are fighting for the trophy. Maybe, okay, they are tied, they are still playing with Liverpool, and they have to face West Ham. The zeal in which Arsenal is to play that West Ham is a different zeal from being fifth, not even fifth, being sixth, not looking for anything, not having anything to play for. Don't you get, Liverpool struggled yesterday. If you guys watched the match, yes. they struggled big time. They struggled big time because there is no zeal. Imagine, okay, let's even go back to Man City Liverpool. If Liverpool wanted to win that, win the league with that match, you think Liverpool will lose 5-0? No! You don't get, there is no zeal. There is nothing they are playing for. Man, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. There is nothing they are playing for. That's why they are playing like this. Arsenal won against Wolves because they are looking at their chances of getting maybe Europa League or Champions League stage. If Arsenal were eight, and know they cannot make Champions League or Europa League, they would not play like that. You don't get what I'm saying? Alright, alright. Thank you so much, guys, for this analysis. If we continue like this, we won't leave the show. No, okay. if, if we should continue, I, I think we'll spend time on this, so let's just leave it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are going to be here, leading up to the final games of the Premier League season. So, we'll see when we last class. Maybe we should have spawned it. Spawned it has been silent. Maybe we should have spawned it. We've not spawned it on the show. No, it's not like. It's not like. I don't want you. I don't want you. Let's go on a quick break and when we come back, we'll actually talk about Liverpool and Manchester City. We'll be right back. From the break, and you're still listening to Sports Beat with Bobo Banky and the Sports Team, where we serve you with the very latest in the world of sports. And yes, we want to talk about the champions and the ex-champions. Let's start with the champions. Well, that game yesterday was nothing to write home about. Yeah, well, they won the league, but is that enough not to put zeal into a football game? And Jurgen Klopp was not the Jurgen Klopp on the touchline yesterday. If you guys noticed, it was not the Jurgen Klopp that would back out his truck. He was just stand still looking. I feel they, 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 they put the gas off the pedal, or how did they say it? There's nothing to fight for again, so they just play what they want. Although they still had three points, but it was not a convincing victory for Liverpool Football Club. So, Legend, what do you have to say about Liverpool? Liverpool, I'm saying, 
Liverpool struggle next season to retain that championship, that championship. Because I remember last season when Man City won the league, uh, Man City had the choice of either getting the hundred past hundred mark point or just relenting. This same Man City, this same Man City destroyed. I think they, they, in the last match they won four one. Thank you. They destroyed to get on that point. I think there's there's a different mentality to when you are pushing the league and when you have anything to play for. As Liverpool don't have anything to play for. That's why I said they reduce intensity. They like they, if Asomila was good enough yesterday, loads of chances, loads of chances. Liverpool were giving the ball away, so sloppy. I don't I don't think um, club who set his team to go and lose or not play well. I think it's now the boys. The boys felt are uh, feeling sorry, are feeling that they've won the league, so there's no need to push it. So you get what I'm saying? That's what I was trying to explain to Jagaman. But when you've achieved something you've been looking for, when you've achieved something you've been wanting for a long while, there's this tendency to want to reduce your effort. It is saying that says your your last success is your biggest threat. Because when they've won the league now, they've they are playing for. So now they just feel like, okay, let's just have fun. And that, which is not. So that's why I think they will struggle to retain that league next season. Strong words there from Strong the man of my legend. And yes, Jagaban, yeah, Jagaban, what do you have to say about Manchester City's performance yesterday? They lost. Are you there? I don't know. But okay. Pondi, um, legend, what do you have to say about Manchester City performance? Let's have a quick wrap. About, about Man City, it's same thing that happened to Liverpool for me, that like happened to them. There's no zero. They've secured second position already. So... Manchester City for me. Manchester City, Pep Guardiola, Manchester City. Yesterday it was so terrible. From the, from, from the way Manchester City, from the beginning to the start of the whistle to the end, Manchester City really struggled. If Southampton, if, if Manchester City should be playing a team like Manchester United or even Arsenal, that yesterday I, I, I see Arsenal beating Manchester City with the way Manchester City came out to play yesterday. But it will be a different mentality if Arsenal is playing Manchester City or Manchester City is playing you. So I don't see that happening. But looking at it, the way Manchester City played yesterday, Southampton has been good though. They have been good in a couple of games, but against Manchester City, Southampton were superb. It, it was like the, the eleven men behind the ball yesterday. Them Guardiola guys were very frustrated. They couldn't get all of the ball in the eighty-yard uh, box. Couple of chances, somewhere where uh, fewer chances went wide and all. Them Guardiola's team were disappointing to say the least. So the, the defensively. Their yeah, goalkeeper Anderson, wow! The goal Charlie Austin score. That 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 was just so superb. That was so superb. Like I, I was watching the game and the, something surprised me. Look at it. The assist. He actually snatched the ball from his from from, 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 from his teammates. And is. what a volley! Point of correction: It was she Adams, not Charlie Austin. Charlie Adams, 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 Charlie Adams, Adams. So that so that that, that was a superb goal. That was a super goal, super goal. A, 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 a strike against 
man, I just have to go keep the goalkeeper was left to less annoy. He did not even move to, 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 to save his hand. The ball was actually directed to his angle, Gongo. Not, 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 not to the other angle, to his own angle, Gongo. He, he, he was unable to do anything about the goal, and that goal was super. Manchester City, the, 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 the assist uh, coming from what's his name now? The ball was snatched from the City player, then his own teammate snatched the ball from him and scored, scored a super goal. So, Manchester City yesterday, I think uh, they just have to move on from where they left off. So, disappointing is all for, for the citizens, and Guardiola, uh, we know Guardiola to never relent. And, one next game, I see Manchester City putting their ass, uh, getting their ass right and moving forward. So Manchester City yesterday, they don't know for me. And Pep Guardiola, he, he got the starters wrong. Kevin De Bruyne on the bench, he came on to to, to he came on for Ryan Sterling, and it wasn't meant to be because the damage has already been done. So yes, to, to, to even to even to even at least at that score in, in the first half. Salani scored in the first half, not even in the dying second of the game that Massey will be struggling to equalize or something. So they scored in the first half and Massey's were never going to come back in that game. And what a disappointing defeat for Pep Guardiola and his guy. So I, 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 I hope they move on from where, where they left off. Legend, 60 seconds, we are out of time. Manchester City's performance, what do you have to say on them? Manchester City, uh, when I say woeful, because uh, no, 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 no blame on Guardiola. He needs to rotate his squad. KDB cannot play every match. He has Champions League to play in August. So there's no blame on him. But as I was saying, it's down to the fact that they have nothing to play for, to me. If Man City wanted to win that match yesterday, Man City would have destroyed Southampton. But when you don't have anything to play for, you tend to lose that. So yes, and kudos to Southampton. Let's don't take it away from them. That's one of the most defensive, outstanding performance I've seen throughout this season. Every shot, every shot City showed, there were like two or three Southampton players ready to use their body to take the ball in. With only good performance defensively for them, and the goal they scored was pure magic. Man City lost the ball, and a wonderful loop from 40 yards. You can blame Edison, but you know Edison is the um, modern super keeper stuff that comes early, that comes um, comes above his line, and it was punished. So you know, Man City will surely bounce back. But I feel there's nothing to fight for again. He's just left for next season. All right, thank you so much, man. I'm a tall legend, and we are already out of time. Thank you so much, guys, for coming. Jagaban, it's always a pleasure having you on the show. Yes, guys, thanks for having me. Yeah, we lost Pundit on the way, but we appreciate him. Thanks, bro. And Legend, thank you so much, brother. Until we meet again. It's bye for now. Yeah, bye for now.